If you're wondering about these podcasts and why I made them, here's the answer. Growing up in Santa Barbara, we were Craviotos. I didn't know that much about my mother's family. She didn't talk about them a lot. I knew her father was from Canada, but he died young and I never knew him. I never knew anything about Canada either. When I wrote California, it was a story about my father's ancestors through the Cravioto side of the family. I did a lot of research and learned about the Latinx heritage that my father never talked about. I gave a copy of California to my mom one day and asked Livia, her caregiver, to read some of the book to her. When I saw Jetta a few days later, she seemed a little pissed at me, gave me one of those steely, cold Jetta looks. What's the matter, Mom? I asked her. Are you mad at me? She looked at me for a moment with great concentration and said, You're a Graham, a Cassidy, and a Quinn. Don't you ever forget that. I knew my mom was a Graham, and I thought maybe I'd heard somebody was a Quinn, but those names didn't mean anything to me at all. And that just didn't seem right. Because of them, my mother was born. I was born, and my kids too. And yet I knew nothing about those names or the people who carried them. So I decided to go looking for them, searching for the Grahams, the Cassidys, and the Quinns. Canada seemed like the place to start. I learned a lot about Canada along the way and its history and how it grew. And I did find the Grahams, the Cassidys, and the Quinns, and more. Their stories are what you're about to hear. When we think of New York, we always think of Nanny and Papa. The Levians and Nanny's family, the Sifts, have lived in New York City for generations. Ever since Julius Levian first arrived from Russia in 1895, and Nanny's grandfather, Max Sif, arrived from Lithuania in 1889. But we have another connection to New York on my side of the family. And that's why New York is the beginning of our Canadian journey. New York is where our connection to Canada actually begins. There wasn't a country called the United States or Canada when Donald Ban MacDonald sailed from Scotland to New York City on the ship The Pearl in 1773. He was one of 425 passengers 
all members of the McDonald clan, Highlanders who were seeking a better life in a place called America. Highlanders from mountainous northwestern Scotland were a vanquished people looking for a new home. Defeated in the Battle of Culloden by British forces in 1746, they had lost everything. They were Catholics in a Protestant world, part of the Jacobite uprising that fought to restore Catholicism and their Prince Charles Stuart to the British throne. But Culloden had crushed them. It had killed 2,000 of their finest men on the bloody Moor battlefield. And afterwards, the war against the Highlanders went on, mercilessly. Jacobite followers were executed or imprisoned. Homes were set on fire. The kilt and the tartan were banned. Certain surnames were declared as having a corruption of blood, and those bearing the names were executed or banished. Lands and titles were confiscated by the British. I don't know whether the MacDonald surname was one of those the British considered corrupted, but there must have been a strong reason why those MacDonald families fled a land where generations of their people had lived and flourished. Whether it was the persecution by the Brits or the poverty and loss of their Highlander culture that motivated them, the MacDonalds agreed to follow one of their American kinsmen, Sir William Johnson, to America, where they would tenant part of his 50,000 acres of land in New York's Mohawk Valley. Donald was 25 years old when he stepped off that deck of the Pearl in New York City. On his way to that valley of promise waiting for him at the end of his journey. He wasn't married yet, that would come later, after this son of a Culloden veteran would fight his own war. We know that Donald was fair haired or blonde because Ban was his middle name, and that's what Ban means in Gaelic, the language he spoke. I like to think that Katie and Josh's blonde hair as toddlers was a wee bit of the Highlander a brief souvenir from their sixth great-grandfather. If all had gone well in that Mohawk Valley years ago, chances are that Donald would have met his wife, married, and brought up his family in New York as an American. But he arrived in America at the wrong time. Instead, the Revolutionary War happened, and fate, along with history, would claim Donald Ban MacDonald as a Canadian. How that happened is what Donald's story is all about. <laughs> 